There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah. I'm joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, man. Doing all right. Doing good. Awesome to hear, as always. We are just coming off of Valentine's Day. Did you guys do anything for Valentine's Day this year? Yeah. Nah, I'm not flying. <laughs> I'm just flying. <laughs> <laughs> I made my wife dinner and... Gave her the typical flowers and candy that morning. Okay. And we watched My Bloody Valentine together because we always do that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Someone yeah, watches we just, it with me. <laughs> we just watched movies and went out to eat. Just the normal Valentines. Okay. Shenanigans. Well, Valentine's Day is a special day to me because it's my birthday. So, And I, I, didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> No, I watched my bloody Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody made a big hoopla at work for me. It was really nice. I've, That's cool. yeah. I was yeah. you know I'm I'm not used to that, so that was really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. It's good to get respect once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I like the people I work with. They're really good. That's great. It's always good, especially if people will do stuff for you like that at, at work and you're not expecting it. Because, like, my work, they don't do that kind of shit. But, <laughs> no. Then again, it's a huge company, so you don't expect really anybody to Our, do that kind of stuff. My so. work, they just buy a couple cakes every month and just have a list of everybody's that's, birthday. That's and... basically what, what they do at my work, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which which is fine. It's more I mean, than I've I, seen it my employment places so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so valentine's day me and the wife uh ordered some pizza uh, it was kind of a low-key night and then we just ended up watching uh grandmother's house so it was the first time watching that for both of us she wanted to watch that and ended up being a great movie really glad i picked that up from vinegar syndrome so um, i told you it was awesome. really yeah, highly you. suggested yeah you did <laughs> And yeah. it, it did not I disappoint. Seen it That's a for sure. I remember it when it came out. If I'm thinking of the same movie, yeah. good old Brink Stevens in it, in a role That's completely great. different than what you're used to seeing her in. <laughs> yes, exactly. She doesn't get nude people, so don't get excited. If that's what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the only time in. There's plenty of other movies out there. It's probably the only time and in the. Yeah, it's probably the only time in the '80s where she didn't get naked in a movie. <laughs> so I was like, she's got some class. <laughs> Brick Stevens. Yeah, she didn't have to. Yeah. Man, that's for sure. Yeah, she did a good job. She's a well, nice I, little actress. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, she she did, and actually the the special features on that disc were pretty good too. Like when they did the interview with Brink Stevens and everything, yeah. and she was talking about how she was like basically in her thirties at that point, and she's always played like teenagers or like sorority girls, and this is a a chance for her to kind of really show what she can do as an actor. So I thought that was kind of cool, and that she got that opportunity to be able to do that. Yeah. So it's a good movie. Definitely a great movie. Recommend it. 
highly suggest. Yes, for sure. I did watch Valentine last night, and uh, about the last act of the movie, I lost interest. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those movies. It's it's it can be hard to get through. It's, I haven't seen it since VHS, so I mean, I I had some gift cards and stuff, and that's one of the movies I bought at the store in from the the Shout yeah. Factory Blu-ray. So I was like, okay, I'll just pick it up and. Watched it last night. And I was just go. like, uh, some parts I like, some parts I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like you know the nose bleeding stuff, but I was just like, this is stupid yep. because the the cops at these murder scenes wouldn't they have found the killer's blood and they can like narrow it down? I don't know because you would because you see the you blood dripping watched. not just on his mask, but it's like falling off the mask too. So I'm just like, this is dumb. <laughs> I was like, oh well. I watched that Polaroid movie we watched the trailer for some time back and it was terrible. So yeah. I don't recommend anyone watches that. I am looking Okay. I am looking forward to getting Bubba the Redneck werewolf in the mail tomorrow, so I'm looking forward. Hell yes. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I still need to check that out. It's free on Prime still right now. Yeah. But yeah. you know me, I'm a physical movie. I still gotta man. check that out. That and Velocipaster, it's worth it. <laughs> yes, yes. What's I that gift card that you got me for Christmas? Hello, That's what helped me buy it. So I was just like, yes, I'll just use this to buy this. <laughs> like Mark, it all works I out. Like Mark will be happy. Hell yeah. <laughs> Comes full circle. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, we got a good show for you. Uh, we're going to be doing a review tonight of the movie Nightmare Beach. So we'll be getting to that here in just a little bit. But to start off here, let's take a look at uh, just a little bit of news and some trailers uh, for some upcoming media coming out here. So to start things off here, some a little bit bigger news because they announced the cast for Kevin Smith's and Netflix's Masters of the Universe Revelation. One of the biggest uh, reveals was Mark Hamill taking on the role of Skeletor in this. Yes, which is cool. He's a great voice actor. So that'd be cool. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so they they got a bunch of other people um, a part of this too. They've actually got, kind of got a great cast because you've got Sarah Michelle Gellar. You've got Kevin Conroy. Yes. Tony Todd. Yes. Henry Rollins. Uh, Lena Headey. Yes. Uh, Alicia Silverstone, Justin Long, uh, and Jason Mewes just to kind of yes. round out most of the cast. So. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. That's for sure, man. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's all cool, but, so but it, give us give us Clerks Three, Kevin Smith, and Mallrats, Mallrats <laughs> Two. That's what I want. Keith. I don't want a comedy He Man either, but that's just no. no. <laughs> I don't think it'll be a comedy. I think He's he'll respect fan. it. Yeah. I don't think it will be either. So, yeah. When he when yeah, they hired because remember in the nineties they hired him to write a Superman movie and he was miserable because they're yeah, making him do the stupid stuff in it. I watched the documentary yeah. about that. It's like at a giant He's spider the at the end. About it. He's like at a giant spider. That's freaking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> He's like what? Everyone yeah. involved in that entire script was had a weird take, man. Oh, I don't know. The documentary is interesting. Anyway. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, there's no real release date for that because obviously it was just announced in August. So they still got to go through pre-production, production, and obviously post-production on this. 
and with it being animated and, and all that. So the, there's going to be some work going on here coming up. And we'll, we'll let you know once we have more information on a release date or anything like that. And then the second piece of the news that we have tonight, and it's this has been an ongoing thing. We've talked about it a lot. Um, the Friday the 13th lawsuit. So they did do oral arguments this past week. And Larry Zerner, who played Shelly in part three, he's also an entertainment lawyer, kind of broke down what they discussed in the oral arguments, you know, between the two sides on why they believe that they should own the rights to the the first movie script and the story and the characters and all that. So we've everybody knows that whole story. We don't need to rehash all that, but the the update really came down to that they heard the arguments and that as of right now it should come to a resolution and a decision in May or June of this year is when the uh, court is going to make the decision on who actually owns part one basically and everything that goes along with it so now with that being said that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be the end of the road for this because whoever loses could still appeal again and the next step would be the supreme court now they don't believe it's going to go that far and it could still be shot down by the supreme court court if they were to try to do that but there could still be more appealing ahead so let them argue. Yeah. Until I just don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care yeah, anymore. Yep. The whole thing, so. <laughs> I don't see a resolution coming, honestly. Even from the court side. No, of both the both uh, both parties are way too petty to let it go. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it's gone this far already. And yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's just. And don't get me wrong, like, honestly, and I, we were just discussing this not long ago, I'm actually not unhappy about it. I, I mean, new movies are great and all, but so many things are done with all the franchises, not even just horror, with everything. It gives a chance for this one to rest, maybe even for a while, till they finally whatever, and then maybe there'll be something good down the road, but yeah, rest. Maybe there can be some fresh ideas, new monsters, new things. doesn't always have to be just the shit we love. How about some new shit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. It's it's hard to be like a classic when you're still in the game, you know. Like mm-hmm. like the the Universal monsters, they're classics. Other than they're not making the movies anymore. Well, they've uh, they've yeah. tried, but they keep failing. Yeah, I see what you mean. The Dark Universe. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Universe. That's the yeah. stupidest thing ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> It, it would be cool if we could have gotten, like, officially 13 Friday films, you know, Friday 13, but whatever. It's time for Friday to be set aside, like Sean said. Same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street, because I know they're trying to plan another remake for that. I'm just, I'm, I'm done. I'm I don't even know if I trust the big studios. I don't. Like, the well, fan film stuff, the fan film stuff I see is interesting and mm-hmm. great, but they're never going to, that kind of level of people are never going to be given the opportunity to do that shit which is a shame yeah it is a shame because most of these franchises like I know for Nightmare for sure they were always going after young talent directors like they were never going with known names and things to get these movies yep. done and that's part of what I think honestly made them better movies so. I kind of yeah because they were being made by people that were passionate about the art form rather than somebody that was just chasing a paycheck do, do, you, do you guys think it's kind of Josh Trank's fault 
Because, you know, he got discovered by just making, like, a YouTube video. Is like, called... What was it called? Princess Leia's birthday or something like that. It was a goofy movie. And then, the, the, you know, it, it put him on the map. And then they were like, okay, here, do this movie or whatever. And it was Chronicle, and that was pretty decent. And then he did Fantastic Four, and he blew it. Apparently, he was really unprofessional, too. There's yeah. a lot of story behind that movie. I don't know what's true or what's not, tr- you know, true. And so, you know, he's pretty much disappeared after that I mean, that I don't blame, like, him necessarily. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, like they're like, we don't want to do that again. I think it's great that the studio gave him another chance. It gave someone a chance like that. But the, I, the studios probably are a little standoffish. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't... Were those movies coming from big-name studios when they came out then? Like... Chronicle was like more of a fa- not Chronicle. I'm talking about the franchises we like. Oh, not, okay. Like New Line was an up and coming company. It, it was and the New Line wasn't was, even it was a it was wasn't even a film company. It was at a first. Distri- they were like a distribution company. Distribution, yeah, yeah, distribution, yeah, yeah. And it was independent. That's why they still first. call it the house that Freddie built. Because if Nightmare wasn't a success, they wouldn't be what they are today. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, I mean, you could argue because I mean, Paramount made Friday the Thirteenth, and didn't you know, they? They're wait, a wait, huge company. Didn't Paramount just yeah. distribute the first movie? Like, because wasn't it um, Sean Cunningham, or was it a combination of both, or what? I'm I'm trying to remember. No, it was produced by Paramount because I could have swore uh, Mancuso was over it, wasn't he? Uh that's a good question. I didn't even think about that. Fuck! God oh, damn it, Ted! I gotta watch Crystal Lake God. Memories again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good documentary. So, <laughs> I was just trying that's a to great basically the point I was getting to is more fresh artists, more fresh companies. You can't always yes, just lean on the yes. big companies to do everything and right. have the responsibility. All yeah, that. give somebody a fucking chance, and they might goddamn surprise you. Well, most you. of the stuff that we love came from independent companies. I mean, Halloween that was independent. Yeah, I mean, Trankus. That's where I was trying to go. Yeah, yep. Halloween. Hatchet with Adam Green. Yeah, that's from his company, Aeroscope. Hellraiser was from New World Pictures, which people erroneously believe that Roger Corman was still over the company. Roger Corman sold that company in the early 80s. He had nothing to do with Hellraiser. (laughs) It was completely different people. Right. (laughs) At that point, he was doing mostly direct-to-video stuff with, uh, was it New Concord or something like that, whatever the company. I mean, he had so many companies. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was just independent stuff to begin with. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was independent, obviously. Ooh, Ted might be onto something. Uh, A quick Google search says the first Friday film was produced by Georgetown Productions. Yeah, which was, wasn't that Cunningham's own personal? Or still? I think And they just, like, distributed it and were... Yeah, didn't they okay, fund the rest so. of them though? I mean, starting with part two, they pretty much took over. I yeah, that yeah, might that be what point. it was. Which is smart from the big company, and that's about as big as their involvement should be. What was it was it was small budget, big profit. I mean, that's just simple right. a simple yeah, business yeah. right there. I mean, geez. You make a movie that costs like like part two cost what, a million dollars, maybe like one dot two, and it made what Thirty million, twenty-five million. I mean, that's a huge fuck ton. Yeah, that's a huge profit on you know, something like that. So, like, up until after you know Part Eight, you know, they, they were making so much money off. Even Part Eight made a small amount, but I mean, not as much. And that's when the you know it kind of run its course in the eighties, and it's just like, okay, let's 
Right. And then they new line bought it, and well, you know what happened when Jason goes to hell, and I right I just get depressed <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> Never been and, the same. <laughs> no. Freddy versus Jason. I still no, love Jason yep. X though. Jason X is a fun movie. But oh, it's a, a stellar movie. I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because that was like a time filler. So, yeah. To that. <laughs> yeah, it was. The only one that was, yeah, was. See, they cared about it less. And it ended up being. It's good. the best out of the three new line movies. <laughs> Sad as it is, yes. Oh well. So maybe we'll get a resolution. Maybe we won't. Who the fuck really knows at this point? We'll let you know as we learn more. Obviously, but I'm not expecting this thing to end either at any time soon. So just along for the ride at this point. <laughs> just you know, they can act like children even more. So. At least it gives Larry something for everybody to watch him on. So. Yes. <laughs> gives us some people to make fun <laughs> It does. Of. That's what I say. Right. Give me an idea for a video. <laughs> 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 Alright, let's take a look at some upcoming movies and TV shows. So, coming in April, uh, there is a new streaming service that's coming out here uh, called Quibi. And they've got a movie that's going to be broken up into chapters basically and they're they're going to release it as chapters but this one of the ones for horror that they're releasing and it's supposed to be coming in april doesn't have a definite date of when it's being released but it's called the stranger and supposedly it's supposed to be like a newer take on like the hitcher and actually the the trailer itself uh i kind of liked um, what they had there for it. Yeah, I thought it looked interesting. I definitely want to see it, for sure. Yeah, it looked okay. I wasn't overly excited, but it looked alright. I don't know, it just seems like, uh, for some reason, when, like, a, a horror movie comes out based in, like, the UK or Europe or something like that, I'm interested, and it's usually pretty good. I don't yeah. know, maybe that's something in my subconscious, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in your head. <laughs> that just might be that kind of, you know, that's just something you have a taste for. But. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it so. didn't necessarily look bad. I just, like the trailer itself, I don't know, it was okay. I wasn't overly impressed, though. Like, I wasn't like, damn, I want to see this next week. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it looks good, I think. Um, having a new take on the Hitcher isn't all bad either, so... I, yeah, not at I, all. I That's like something it. I didn't know. That makes it sound more interesting. So, be on the lookout for that, uh, like I said, April sometime during the month, so that that's coming up here shortly. So, also coming up, and this is going to be later this year. This actually came by surprise, because uh, most people thought it would be at least another year or so before this gets released but stranger things season four is coming this year and from what people are saying it's most likely going to be probably around christmas time is what they're thinking hmm. is when this is going to be released it was definitely cold and dreary in the teaser which is what i liked about it so i was hoping that i didn't the tone for the whole thing i didn't really pick up on anything other than you know they're building shit in russia and hoppers there why is Hopper there? I don't know. That's probably yeah. the hook that makes you want to watch it because you want to know why the like, fuck Hopper's in Russia. I just took the tone from it more than what they were actually showing. I just kind of the tone of the thing. That's what I Yeah. Liked. I like the, the song, the score yeah. to it. 
See, the thing that gets me with this is that, and this is another thing where they kind of ruined the surprise because we all figured Hopper was still alive after the end of season three. Oh um, yeah, of course. You know, because I mean, he, he's he. You didn't find a body or anything at the end of season three when that whole explosion in the facility happened. So you figured he went through the portal. You, that was just a given, and obviously in the post credit scene, they're talking about the American and everything that, that they have locked up in there in the Russian prison. So you figured it was Hopper because they had a portal yeah. on the other end. So I mean, we all figured it was coming, but to ruin that surprise in the very first teaser, it's just another thing where they give way too much information way too early. I mean, why not build up to that, you know, to get more people excited instead of just ruining and saying, here you go, here's Hopper, he's still alive, you know? I don't know. That's just that just irks me a lot of times to, because to they be ruin honest. Stuff. It wasn't fresh enough in my head that I just completely forgot about that is Hopper dead scare at the end of the show. I didn't even think of that at all because I binged it right when it came out. And I just, it was not fresh in my mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> there is something that you're not taking into account. He could be a clone. As stupid as that is. Just, you know. Yeah. He could be a failed attempt at uh, the first... Uh, what is it? Hitler fucking clone. <laughs> He's the reject Hitler. <laughs> no way. I thought we were talking about Stranger Things, not not the Star Wars sequel trilogy over here. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. So be on the lookout for that. That's coming later this year. Obviously, Netflix will give us a date at some point. I'm, I'm sure they're going to have to announce something soon That now that they're getting all this buzz because of this teaser trailer so be on the lookout for that because they're already filming it obviously so and they didn't even really announce that they had started filming yet so this is kind of a cool little surprise so be on the lookout for that coming out shortly or later this year I mean now coming up in March actually we, we covered this last year we talked about the hunt and how great it looked and everything and obviously the whole controversy happened where there was, you know, mass shootings and people got all sensitive about it and they pulled the movie from being released last year. And now they came back this year and released a trailer like a week and a half, two weeks ago, and they've set a date for it finally to be released on March 13th. I'm still looking forward to this I movie. I can't wait. I, I've, trailer is I've awesome. been wanting to see this. Yeah. I mean the whole story. I, I loved. I, I love that kind of a story. Uh, I think it was was the most dangerous game is kind of what it's like, or I think that was the name of it. The older. Yeah, yeah it looked like that meshed with the Hunger Games kind of. Right. Yeah. Battle Royale. It battle so, Royale. Is what came to mind for me. I said it before you, Sean. <laughs> I'm just glad someone else said it. There you know, you and it's weird. You know, uh, seeing Hillary Swank. Because I was just like, oh, crap, she's in this movie. And I was just like, well. Yeah, I almost forgot about yeah. that. That's coming up here shortly, um, less than a I'm month away. Well, get get ready. People are going to complain yeah. about the movie, no, but yeah, it's yeah. not going to be the gun thing. It's because they use the term libtards. So get ready. The, the far left will go crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How dare they? How dare they? 
So, um, well, people are going to complain no yeah, matter exactly. what. I mean, no matter what well, side you're on. People got to fucking understand yeah. that it's a movie and they're trying to base their characters out of what real people are really fucking like in the real world. There are going to be fucking people that have prejudices, yeah. so they're going to be in the movies to make them feel like exactly. they're real. I've always mm-hmm. took that stance that in a movie, a character is supposed to be stereotypical. That's because it's a character. Uh-huh. This is how we define what it is. Yeah, I mean, if you can just fucking it's completely pinpoint all the, the flaws. You know the character stands for at all. Yep. <laughs> right. If a character doesn't have flaws, they're not fucking interesting. No. Right. Exactly. Nope. I agree. So I'm looking forward so, to the hunt. I am definitely looking forward to that. It's going to be when I go and see an opening night because it's been a while since I've been to the theater. So. I'm looking forward to seeing this, so this is one definitely I'm seeing in the theater. That's that's for this sure. This year is already shaping up to be a, a decent, decent. Oh, year definitely. We'll go to the movies. <clears throat> so for just a spitball off of that, I get that, and because I play Dungeons and Dragons a lot, and a lot of it leaks over into horror. And when a, a player makes a character that's just he's the best at everything, he has conquered everything in the world and he has nothing wrong with him that's to me like that's the most boring thing to fucking play with yeah. like i made a character that was deathly afraid of fucking it's snakes like having all the cheat codes on a game and just walking through it like there's nothing <laughs> right yeah so so like, i made a i made a fucking I made a monk that was deathly afraid of snakes, and we had a fucking druid that liked to summon snakes all the time, and anytime he did it, my character would get scared and refuse to help in the fight. I thought that made it more interesting, and everybody yeah. laughed and had a good fucking time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I agree. So, be on the lookout for that, uh, 13th of March this year. Finally getting that released. Uh, now, coming out on VOD and DVD and Blu-ray, actually on the 17th of March is an animated film called To Your Last Death. Now, this style really reminded me a lot of Archer. And that yeah. kind yeah, of... Yeah, the animation style, style, absolutely. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, I loved Archer, but yeah, this is like straight up horror. It, it looks Star interesting. Looks cool, yeah. Looks pretty cool, man. I'll give it a try. I don't know what it's coming out on, but it should be yeah. fun. So that's one to be on the lookout for, especially if you like animation and, and all that, and if you like kind of the style of Archer and whatnot for, like, the animation style, I mean. That might be something to check out for you for horror. Now, one movie that actually was released, actually on Valentine's Day, they actually did a, a bunch of screenings at a lot of Alamo Draft Houses, is VFW. This movie looks great. Yeah, it looks and awesome. I've, I did hear, hear about it a while back, actually. And actually, the the trailer reminds me a lot of like Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Yeah, I can get that vibe from it for sure. Yeah, I like I like seeing some of the faces playing the old vets in there. I'm ready to see them kick ass, and whether this girl wants their help or not, I'm ready to see them blow some shit up and fuck some shit up. Right. Look fun. So I'm gonna cut out your hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Holding that axe. <laughs> oh, it's great. It, it it does look good. Actually, that was one I was going to try to see if my wife wanted to go see it, the Alamo Draft House, because they were playing at ours. And I wish I would have gone now. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, live and learn, because I didn't watch the trailer before. If I had watched the trailer before, I'd be like, we have to go to this. <laughs> but I didn't, <laughs> and, and missed out on a gr- probably great experience. Because I've been hearing a lot of good things about this movie, too. So, it's... Uh, it definitely looks good. 
and from the sound of it, it, it is good. So be on the lookout for it if, if it's going to be in your area or whatnot, or maybe it's still showing at some Alamo draft houses. I don't know if it was a one night thing or if, if it's like officially like released, released. Um, it might've been just kind of a limited thing and then they're going to go DVD and Blu-ray. So more on that to come, I'm sure. But it is getting a yeah. Blu-ray release. I know that. Right. Yeah. I just don't know of a, a date because I didn't see anything on that, but we can revisit that and parking lot that for now until we have more information on that. We can let you guys know. Um, just to let you know, I never park with boys. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Come on, it's a Back Seriously. to the Future reference. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. I never parked with the oh, boys. Let's give Ted a little liquor. He'll loosen up. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Marty, that was very interesting music. <laughs> Great movie. Speaking of movies, tonight we are doing another movie review. We are going to take a look at Nightmare Beach. One week of nonstop partying guarantees to blow away so many brain cells you won't even remember your name. Every one of these used by sunrise Easter morning. One time the whole school you're a bender. Welcome to spring break, the annual migration of the idiot. Hey, biker parking only. Get a grip. Chill out. Look, we don't want any trouble, all right? Edward Diablo Santor, the state stands ready to execute you as charged. Do you have any last words? May the Lord have mercy on you. Drunk breakers. I guess it's a fun trick. Sick the office biker buddies. He vowed he was coming back. deadly weapon. That's cause to blow your fucking pretty head off. Who killed my friend? Who?
So Nightmare Beach, also known as Welcome to Spring Break. Plot of this movie, pretty basic. You have a criminal motorcycle rider who is put to death, who's framed for murder. Supposedly comes back from the dead, as everybody seems to think, to seek murderous revenge against the residents of a Florida town. <laughs> Diablo. I love his chick's tramp stamp on so, her butt. <laughs> She's like, I'm always yours, Diablo. She's still yours. <laughs> the O is a heart. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that cracked me up. I just I love so hard. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was so fake looking, too, but that was great. So the... The movie was directed by James Justice and Umberto Lenzi. It stars Nicholas Detoth, Sarah Buxton, Michael Parks, and John Saxon. Uh, just one piece of trivia that I found regarding this, which I thought was pretty cool, and I kind of noticed it while watching the movie, is the jackets worn by the Demons biker gang sports the logo of the 1985 movie Demons. Yeah, I noticed oh, cool. that too. Huh. Wow. So yeah, the, the, the demon's word is in the exact same font and color as the, the cool. logo from the, yeah. that Whenever movie. Whenever I saw their jackets, That's a good call out. I immediately I like just thought of demons. <laughs> I did, yeah. but I didn't put it like together like that. Like I didn't even realize that's awesome. Though. Just not as astute as we are. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> now, I, I know that we were talking a little bit off the podcast of, about the movie and just kind of the whole vibe of the movie and how a lot of it takes place during the day and whatnot. And you really did get a good sense of the whole spring break thing yeah. going on. And that had a great feel to it. And it kind of had a different element that it added to the, this movie and whatnot and kind of made it more enjoyable. I mean, obviously you got the TNA throughout the whole movie. I mean, it's gratuitous. It's really not a lot of it. I didn't think that's part of spring break. I don't remember. Well, it's a lot of bikinis, bikinis, but not really like yeah. That's still TNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say straight up. But I mean, for for (laughs) the social justice warriors out there, they did have the dudes doing their strip teases up on stage. (laughs) Yes, they did. So there's plenty of that. The Um, movie reminded me of Hard Bodies or Spring Break, which was great. Yep. Just fun. Yeah. Sure did. It made me ready to watch some summer movies for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so this this thing just starts off right away because they, they start off right with the execution of uh, Diablo and, and whatnot, and he's threatening to come back, you know, for the sister of the, of the girl who was killed that he was framed, you know, for the murder of. As she's sitting in the audience watching the execution. Reminded me of Shocker. Threatening everyone. He's coming back. And this was the (laughs) first Shocker, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How dare you steal from Nightmare Beach? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I love you, Wes. R.I.P., buddy. Right. (laughs) So they execute him. Michael, Michael Parks comes in. He plays like the examiner or whatever for the yeah, town. He's the doctor. And he checks to make sure he's dead and all that. And so they kind of go on from there. And you got spring break going on. And you got. Go uh, Gators! So Gators! <laughs> I love you see that guy like getting arrested too later. <laughs> 
Yes, that was great. Kados! He was still going in the yeah. jailhouse. He had all of them going. Just freaking <laughs> drunk or whatever. It was great. Yeah, there's three side characters I loved. It was him. Yeah. I think it was Kimberly was her name. Yeah, the doing throwing her little business and prostituted herself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was yep. smart about it. <laughs> and and the pickpocket, man. Yeah, he was great too. <laughs> he, the pickpocket was obsession great. for money and god damn, he wasn't getting stopped, man. Like nope. <laughs> he was slick as clear could be. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I was happy when the prankster finally died? <laughs> yeah, he was he did I mean, so get a fucking he was annoying. Clue, the cop just like, yeah. okay, Sonny, it's over. Twice back, yeah. And then the body just falls over after he barely taps him. And it's like, oh, snap. He's really dead this time. I wish we could have seen John the dead. Saxon play the evil cop, too. Yes. Yeah. It was it was kind of out of left field because, like, before we decided to do this, I've never seen the movie before. Oh, okay. So yeah, this is my first time. And seeing him as a bad guy cop really like i was like finally because he's always playing the good guy cop or you know good guys are and it was a kind of a nice turn it was a little twist because he does a good bad guy you think he's gonna be the good guy still even though he's kind of uh you know a hard cop who may you know go a little too far you're like he's gonna be the hero but now he's he's a villain and he's not the killer but he's a villain (laughs) yeah yeah made me wish you see more of him and so a few more bad roles instead of always the good guy. Yeah, definitely. I loved his trailer. See, I, was... <laughs> I was like, I gotta get a trailer like that. Just nice, <laughs> nice small trailer out in the country or whatever. Nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with his character, it's like he didn't really do anything different than he nor- than he normally does in in roles. But just the way that they just tweaked some of the He's dialogue, just, corrupt, yeah. just he just really came off as just an ass, and it yeah. just played so well with he's, how he. He's what the, the mayor and Jaws wanted Chief Brody to be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I want you to find those kids and hang them uh, by their Buster Browns, <laughs> and frame them for murder, Dagnab. But there's no shark here; it's a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking. I was like, man, this guy's worse than the mayor. <laughs> God, that mayor just like just wanted to cover cover just, everything yeah, up. Just keep this. Just trying going. to just trying to blackmail Michael Parks, you know, from releasing what he's yeah, done. That poor guy. You know, <laughs> Jesus. He's just the doctor trying to do his job. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want you to keep listening. Ends up killing Listen himself. To this. <laughs> John oh, Saxon got his come up, and so <laughs> yes, he did. By he got shot by that fucking and then dragged, and then dragged by the motorcycle game. Yeah, it's a great scene too because it was more realistic than in most shooting stuff. Like he just pulled up and shot him. He didn't wait. He didn't there was no shit. big he speech. Uh, shot that <laughs> like that's not really. He's about to. He's about to kill our our main guy. John Saxon is, and then the Docker gang shows up. John just turns around and bam, just gets shot and he goes down. And then they tie, they chain his leg to you know the back of one of the bikes, and they're like, "All right, let's go, sheriff, chief, <laughs> drive on and drag him." And that's the last we see of John Saxon. <laughs> yep. 
I will say that ha- halfway through the movie, I guessed who the killer was, and you know, I was just like, "It's not John Saxon," because I was like, "No, that's too predictable." And then when the killer got yeah. revealed, I was I, like, "I yeah. knew it." I mean, I've seen this a couple of times, but I, I've, I was able to figure it out about halfway, like because of how he blends in. So yeah, well, it's just it the way it was like, structured. This guy's gotta be the freaking guy. Yeah. Why did we keep seeing him? Why did we give a fuck? Like, right. This guy has no point in this fucking movie. He just keeps talking about the lost sheep. The lost sheep. We gotta pray for the souls. Yeah. And he's a Catholic. <laughs> apparently, he's a Catholic priest, but he has a daughter. So, <laughs> unless he became right. a priest after the fact, <laughs> that makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, that could yeah. be too. I mean, you never know. I don't know how the Catholic Church works on holes. that. So I don't know. <laughs> whatever. But that definitely. I mean, I know they can have past relationships so it's a small possibility but it's not something you would that's common at all yeah like right you don't have to be a virgin or not married you just at that point once you take your it's a vow they take involve chastity and then that at that point it's no more so you could have been a dirty ass dude at one time (laughs) and then discovered christ now you're taking your vow so i can still be a priest sean that's what you're saying exactly (laughs) there you go ted there you go i found my true calling i'm a big priest (laughs) yeah honestly with the with the priest uh, because i was expecting like i could tell it was probably him as a killer towards the end just because of how much he kept showing up like you were saying yeah but at the same time i would almost expect if if they're gonna make him like that for him to be a little more kind of uh eccentric with it because he seemed like pretty down to earth but i could see why they did would do it that way too because that would probably make it a little too obvious well the the way they revealed it and the way they resolved it for me was pretty anticlimactic because yeah, it, it, it went agree. so quick and yeah and i think in that part of the movie and a couple other parts of the movie the score worked against your it because s- they had this music like you're ready for this long chasing your sister is a lustful sitter and it only lasted like 45 she's seconds. a lustful sinner <laughs> and she had to die i'm gonna say my nip yeah go ahead i was just i was just gonna say i i, I do agree with mark with that because it it they revealed him in like literally within a few minutes. There's he's less dead. than ten always, minutes yeah, left. Yeah, they had the, the upbeat music, anyways. like you're That's you're getting ready for a long chase, and it's yeah. going to be like a bunch well, of there, highs there, and lows, less, and it was just one real quick. There's high. less than ten minutes in the movie when it's finally revealed who he is, and he gets stopped, and then our two main yeah. characters drive off into the sunset when. It's like, well, it's just like a stadium after a big game. She's like, I won't miss it, and they drive off. I will say, you know, they had two directors. That might have something to do with how maybe it could. My my nitpick with the movie is that most of the kills is just people getting electrocuted. I was just like, this is getting. I love the effects though with the fucking burning baby doll heads. But but it was very like uninventive. They were all just shocked in the face. The biker chick with her eyeball. (laughs) We had the one guy that got choked with the garrote. The biker chick with her eye popped out after getting electrocuted. That was cool looking. I yeah, did that like was, that. That was a nice. Yeah. The chick got burnt with the. Furnace. Yeah, that was brutal. That was the most brutal kill in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. I just couldn't help but sitting there thinking that's not how furnaces work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I it, I like, she's gonna be real hot down there. 
<laughs> Does he have like supernatural like fire throwing abilities? Right. <laughs> He's a priest. Of course he does. Oh man. Yeah, that's fair. Catholic priest. Classic the Vatican. When you become a Catholic priest, you gain Jedi like powers and you can make things happen. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's one Nightmare of Beach it. Two coming to a video store near you. Demons were. <laughs> <laughs> I said the demons had to be running my town after this movie. <laughs> yeah, with Great. John Saxon. No kidding. Wiped out. <laughs> just, how, how about how fucking ridiculously easy it was for them to take over that fucking police station? Like, it was fucking nothing. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I wanted to bring that out. I was like, that was the most unepic police escape ever. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> but I do like to make fun of it He just came in and too. just <laughs> yanked up that fucking cop that yeah. was walking by the hallway like he was playing fucking uh, Splinter like Cell or cops, some three shit. Three or four cops in the whole building during spring. Yeah. yeah. Well, they time. said everybody else was doing uh, crowd duty for the big concert. True. So, I mean, they did, they did have an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, overall, this movie I thought was pretty decent. Yeah, I like. Um, even it's w- even with its flaws, breaky kind of get you ready for. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I like the motorcycle. And honestly, uh, can electric yes. people on it? But I, I, I thought like that was inventive as hell. I yeah, thought that was that cool. Was cool. As shit. And that was yeah. the first death, or minus the Diablo being executed. That was the first death the kill we see the killer do. But then, you know, he does it again with the the guy's friend in the alley after he got beaten up by the by the gang. And then it's just like, okay, let's yeah, have, yep. can we have some variety? And then he's just like electrocuting people. Like it's like, can we have something different? Come on. I'll even take a stabbing. I mean the gar- being garroted was cool. And then we the the guy who does the pranks, you know, his death was off screen. We just see his dead body. Which I was disappointed mm-hmm. in. Cause I was and like, then the fire cool. kill. That was that was those are the only two that weren't no execution, right? The garrote and the fire. But yeah. Other than it's the off screen, that's my nitpick. Is just most people just got electrocuted. And the killer, and the killer, yeah. he gets electrocuted. That's how he dies. <laughs> I was like, I just, <laughs> right. I had to laugh well, at the eye. I did like how that he got electrocuted because yeah. he did was, say he's like those who are bad must be electrocuted like Diablo, and then he got electrocuted. Yeah. I was like, well, you proved himself right. Karma's so. <laughs> yeah. a bitch. Yeah. I laughed at the irony because he was electrocuting people too, and then that's how he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Right. By the sword, yeah, it was, by the sword. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. perfect. But yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, the, I thought the movie was really, really well done for, you know, being kind of a B-ish type horror movie. I mean, it, the pacing was good. I thought the story was good. The effects were good. I mean, just really just minor nitpicky things. And I mean, I enjoyed it. I, it's one I definitely want to get. It made me want to go to disc. spring break this year with my family. <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, baby. <laughs> Woo! Spring break. Go Gators. Fort Lauderdale and I, bus girls. I think I'll I just couldn't stay get over home. how the like the main guy's buddy. He was like the jockey type character, supposed to be like Rico Suave, and the motherfucker could not flirt for shit. He had no idea how to pick up women. It was fucking. Right. It was. It He's was that one friend you hate bringing with you when you go out. Yeah, you're just like, dude, that's. Yes, you're a fucking blunt asshole, and everyone here. Yeah, just oh, dial it back about thirty to forty percent, pal. 
<laughs> but he did get lucky because we do see him in bed with the girl that you, uh, in the yeah. beginning when the yep. eventually was, everybody who's drunk and yeah yeah when they're drunk down. enough yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying it still counts you know <laughs> yeah I'm just saying he struck out with some women that he probably could have picked up if he wasn't such a and then he was ass. an idiot who didn't notice the the gang the the biker chick. She had the logo yeah, on her yeah, jacket. Yeah, she was about like, to get jumped. Yeah. I was like, you're a freaking idiot, <laughs> man. I'm a firm believer if you're out partying and some random girl's like, hey, she's, you just got to be scared to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're getting set up, you drunk bastard. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you had that whole dynamic between uh, Skip and Gail, you know, the, the main dude and the bartender yeah. chick. And, <laughs> yeah. She was fun to me. She hated everybody, but she knew there was something in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I liked her character. No, it was good. I did yeah, too. I, I thought her character was pretty yeah. well done. She's like, I'm not going to take shit from anybody. She was being she was being was stalked awesome. going home, and what she do? She immediately grabbed a gun and was getting ready to shoot anything coming through the door. She was ready to fight. Yeah. She's like, nobody fucking me like my sister. Yeah. It ain't going down. Mm-hmm. And then the man shows up and takes the gun Skip away from her. Like, good. What are you doing? Girls way. can't have guns. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. Hey, I, it's definitely one I gotta find. And yeah, this is definitely gonna go on my summer yeah, rotation. It's, that's it's for on sure. Blu-ray from Kino. For sure. I, mean, I bought it. Like I told Sean. Okay. I told Sean I bought it just a few months ago during their Black Friday, so it was like seven fifty. I'm gonna have to upgrade. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, it uh, looks great. I, I mean, it, for about six years. Or yeah, it looks beautiful. The whole okay. movie looks fantastic. They did a great job remastering it. All right, that's good to know because I didn't know that it was through Kino. I would definitely take a yeah. look at that because it uh, just came out too. Yeah, I want to get it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It came out like in October or September, so it's only been out for. I don't think it was a limited oh, awesome. thing or anything like that. It should be easy to find. Yeah. Alright, I gotta find Amazon or Kino's website, whatever. I will take a look at that afterwards. So, alright. Well, we kind of ran through the whole movie, basically. Um, if you were to rate this movie, though, what would you guys rate it? Why do I always gotta go first, guys? Um, okay, so... <laughs> it was great, I loved it, and it was almost perfect for me. I can't get it of a 5, but I can definitely give it a 4 out of 5. For me, it fell short the score in some places of the movie just killed it. Like for instance, the end chase like scene. Van Halen, long Van Halen records. I freaking yeah, love that. Though. I mean, some I of it could have been more ominous like in parts. Yeah. <laughs> right, but mainly, mainly that end chase scene. I'm thinking, wow, it's getting upbeat. We're we're about to have a really cool long chase scene, and it ended in like 40 seconds. And he, I, there's no way he didn't see that tire. But well, that's a different. That that's just cheesy movie shit, anyways. Right. But, Definitely will watch it again. Definitely will end up putting it into my collection for sure. Four out of five for me. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll give well, it I'll a, go next. All right, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the same vein. Uh, I, I don't think I would give it a five, but definitely a strong four out of five for me. Because like I said, I, I, I thought the movie was basically almost perfect. 
it just kind of just some minor things that kind of knocks it down for me. But yeah, I, th- I thought it was a great movie. Highly, highly recommend it. Definitely going in my summer rotation for my summer horror movies. So yeah, definitely four out of five for me. Yeah, I'll go four out of five. I've always liked this movie. I've been watching it probably since the early 90s. So definitely four out of five. Welcome to spring break. Mm. <laughs> Gators room. <laughs> all right ted what about you well since i grade everything on just a pure entertainment level i'll say three and a half out of five um the kills got repetitive when just most of it's just being electrocution which i like the effects but i like variety also and i might sound like a hypocrite because you know i like slasher movies and people constantly getting stabbed with machetes or stuff doesn't bother me but (laughs) but you know that's just how i felt during the movie um i love the music uh the movie was fun i i thought it was great um love john saxon loved the skip gail i've loved everybody i mean i thought it was just you know characters were great um love the music it really was just more of a. I had more fun with Luther the Geek than I did with this one, and I think I think they could okay. have probably shaved maybe five minutes or so off the movie and editing, maybe, um, yeah, something like I that. I mean, not that I yeah. felt like oh this will never end, but some parts I was just like uh, they could have like trimmed <laughs> this here and there and maybe you know made a little bit shorter yeah. than what it could because pacing's important. So the pacing. But right. overall, I highly recommend it. Um, I just can't give it the same grade as Luther the Geek because Luther the Geek's freaking awesome, and I love that movie. <laughs> but uh, this is a great movie, too, and I highly recommend it. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, be on the lookout for more reviews as they come out here from us. Uh, we definitely got some ideas from some reviews, as we've talked about previously, that are going to be coming out here shortly. As always, you can reach out to us through our social media accounts. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All of them are at CLS Podcast. We appreciate you guys checking out our episode from this week. We'll see you back here next week. And as Ted always says, Go Gators! Woo! Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.